0: Hi, my name is Matt Williams, the host of the Not For Profit podcast. Welcome to our next episode. In this week's episode, we're doing a little bit different. We're doing what I'm going to call a solo round. Doing a little bit of training today, we're actually going to look at Xero and an introduction to the software package Xero and how we use that for accounting purposes. So we've had a few questions uh, asked about this, so we we'll thought we'd just get into it and, and cover up a couple of things. We're not going to go into a lot of detail today, but we will be in future episodes. The first thing we're going to look at today is the overall zero approach and how it works, what it looks like, what what it feels like when you get in there. Then we're going to go into a couple of specific areas. We're going to look at conversion balances, so this is entering opening balances, etc. If you're bringing them across from another accounting package into zero, we're then going to look at the reconciliation of the bank accounts, how we reconcile those, how that works, what happens, and how it looks. And then we're just going to look at employees and how they work through in the zero package as well. So let's get started and we're going to have the screen on today. It's not going to be a video of me or it's going to be purely a video on the zero package. So I do apologize for all those listeners out there that aren't actually watching anything. Uh, you'll be able to hear it, but I'm hoping that uh, you'll be able to get onto the Facebook page or the Not For Proper podcast website and have a look at this video. Let's get started.
1: The Not For Profit Podcast is brought to you by Platinum Audits for all your auditing needs. If you need any audits done or you need any information, please contact Platinum Audits. Welcome to the Xero Accounting Package. In this episode of the podcast we're looking at Xero uh, basic introduction to see how we go and what it looks like and what it feels like. So when we log into Xero I haven't actually gone through the login process. That's fairly straightforward like most other programs it does have two-factor authentication done on it so you do have to do that. It is a very secure system so that's why we've left it at the moment and, and gone straight into the system. Now I've actually logged into our demo company. So this demo company is set up by Zero, So it allows you to go in, have a play around, have a look around and allows you to basically do what you would normally do within the Xero package on your own company without any damage whatsoever. So no matter no matter what you do, no matter what you ha- change in here, once you log out, it'll all be reset back to the start. So not like your package if you were using this you would any changes made will you be seen but in this case if, as soon as you log out and log back in everything has changed back to exactly what you see here so this is what we call the dashboard screen so the dashboard screen gives us an indication of a few things and this is uh, flexible to what you want it to do my personal preferences I haven't actually changed a thing the information that Xero give you here is enough as a as a glance about what's happening, where it's at, and how things are traveling. So you can see on the left hand side of this middle screen here, so you see the top here, sorry we'll go to the top down, we see the demo company, we don't need that there, so we can actually close that down, so we're just going to close that down, so we don't need that. That information will be up there when you first log into Xero, when you first come in, there'll be information up there on how you set up things, bits and pieces, so you can leave that open, it's up to you. Now in this main screen area, we have two columns. The left hand side is basic, your bank accounts and credit cards, anything like that. And on the right hand side, we have our top there is account watch list. So you can add to that as many as you want or have as little as you want in there. Then you obviously, invoices owed, bills you need to pay and expense claims. So that just gives you a basic oversight. We'll go into each one a little bit more detail and we'll have a look at what we can do the biggest thing we find with accounting packages is bank reconciliations now sometimes bank recs some people go it's a little bit too hard I'm not sure I don't know how to do it so um, it's easier just to let it let it run in this case matching your items with your bank statement is very very simple so as you can see here we have a business bank account has a number for it in a future video, I will go through and show how to set up those bank accounts and set up bits and pieces. But today, it's very much an overview and oversight of that. But you can see there that it has a BSB and account number already. You can change these to whatever you want to. You can rename them. That's fine. In this case, they've just got a business bank account and business savings account. So we click on the reconcile 28 items there. We can see that there's 28 unreconciled items. So once we click in here, we can actually see where the information is coming from, so it's coming from Bankwest. What the statement balance is, so that's the bank balance, and what we have in zero here. So you can see that I'm showing that there. So again, you can see the information at the top here has come up. It just it's helpful information. You can visit their videos. You can watch uh, their step by step guide. We're going to just go through those basic things here now. So there's no real need to watch them, but they are very helpful videos. Zero has great support and also great videos on how to do things and how they look at things. So in this case, we can see here that down the left hand side we have our bank statement lines. This is what's happened in our bank account. So Zero has gone into our bank, got a feed for the day and has pulled out all these transactions and says, this is what's happened in your bank account over the last week. What do you want to do with them? So on the right hand side we have this information that matches with our transactions in zero. So anything green means that zero has found a match to the bank statement line, and therefore they it will ask you if you want to match that up. Is it the correct one or is it something different? And in this case, we can see here that we had money come in, we sent a bill out on the 15th of January, we had money come in on the 19th, and everything matches, so it's it's the correct invoice and the correct match for that line. To reconcile that, we simply click OK. It's as simple as that. Now what's happened is that has matched that up and added a transaction to the bank line. So again, we have this green one here saying that we said there's a payment in there on the 20th and the 19th in the bank account. Do you want them to match? Yes, we do. So in this case, you can see the next line here that there was a... A discussion started on this so and it says that this is for an old invoice, I wasn't sure to code it. So we can actually ask those questions of people who have access to our zero file. We could talk to them about it through the package itself and say, hey, I'm not sure where to put this, where do you want me to put it? Uh, And then they can come back and reply to that and say, this is where I'd like it to go. So that's just a way of doing it. If you don't want to discuss it, you can simply click on these ones here you can find matches. So we received $100, and we can find a match, and it'll show us all the invoices that have been sent out and the values. But as we can see, there's nothing for $100, so we can't we can't match anything. If you're not sure, and we want to go back there, we'll just cancel out of that. Then you can create one as well. So if you need to, you can actually create it as you go. So you can look up the uh, look up the. Client. So, in this case, City Limousines. We just type in City, and there we have our client is already on the system. So, we click on that one. Then we're just going to ch- check on the account which account we want it to p- put it to. So, it's a received money. It's money in, so it's not going to be expense item. So, we just scroll down and we find our revenue item. So, in this case, this chart of accounts has a small revenue, three lots. That's it. So, I think we're going to put that under sales. And then you can enter a description on there if you want to or if you don't have any description, you don't have to. So we can simply go in there and click on OK. And then we've reconciled that. So, and that's as simple as it is for our reconciliations. As you can see, a little bit further down here, there's a couple of transactions that have gone. Well, we've previously coded this to bank fees. Would you like to go again? Yes, I would. So you click on OK. So you're reconciling as you go along. And so we can see here, this one has a, a rule you can apply rules we will go into that in a future video we'll have a look at that but in this case they've applied a rule it's 7:11, and so therefore we can click on ok and again Gateway Motors versus Gateway Motors same date we can simply click ok and that is how we reconcile our bank account so if we go back to our dashboard and you can then see that we reconciled six items so far we've only got 22 left so that's how we reconcile our bank account in zero and then at the end of the month or when we get a bank statement we can then go in actually print out a reconciliation report from our three dots here on the top right hand corner and we can reconcile account or print a reconciliation report and just to agree that to the actual bank statement itself it's always advisable to do this there sometimes can be, why the uptime is 99%, there can be sometimes where we're bringing in an extra transaction, it'll pick up an extra day, or it will miss a day. It's not 100% complete, but it is very, very accurate. So it's it's pretty darn good. You don't get too many, but that's why we have a reconciliation report. Now that we've looked at that, we can look at this right-hand side column here this is information that you have sent out so in the invoices otu this is information that we've sent out you can click on most things in these boxes so anywhere there is something when you look at most things are clickable so sometimes you can click on something and it will take you to a different a little bit different area we'll get into that in future videos But in this case if we're looking at invoices we can see that there's two overdue so let's just click on the two overdue invoices and we can always follow them up so we can see here that it brings up our overdue invoices and we can see that they were sent when the due date was where that over how many overdue but also across the top here we can see that you can go into all invoices we've got draft there we can put some we can have team members enter that and then it can be approved by, by people up the chain. Uh, therefore, you know, we can have a look at information that you can different steps and internal controls that way so we can see there's one awaiting approval. And that just brings us into the invoices section so you can see that there and you can create new invoices as well. You can create invoices directly from here just click, clicking on new sales invoice or within the system as well. So. Then the next one down is bills paid, so that's just simply the reverse money that we've owed, so we have overdue ones. So again, you can see I clicked on the four overdues, and before I clicked on the actual number, and it actually comes to the same place. So again, awaiting payment, there's 11, there's four overdue, when were they due, and how many days are overdue. So we can look at how much we've got to pay, and we might have one here down the bottom where we've actually paid some but not all of it and there's a little bit left over so that's just a bit of information on how bills can be where bills are due and how we get that information that covers off the basics of our dashboard Now, we can have a look at some more information in future episodes. We'll go into a bit more detail on these. One of the things I did want to look at very quickly is our conversion balances. So our conversion balances in this system allow us to bring information in from another accounting package or even from a new system and set it up so we can have opening balances and we can do some reporting on that. To get into our conversion balances, if you're not confident with this, please see your accountant, they'll be able to help you with this. So if we go into accounting and we click on advanced that'll take us into our advanced systems and then we can have a look at conversion balances. So in this case here I've just got this is the demo company still we've got the version, uh, the conversion balances screen open here and as you can see there is a couple of areas where we can actually follow the process. So it says here enter the bank. Accounts as they were on the state not with receivables, but actual balances Because our receivables and payables will be entered later. So we can then go in and just follow the steps enter invoices Total bills any other balances and then you can confirm the balances But as you can see here we just have the bank accounts put in on debit side and nothing on the credit side and there is uh, is negative uh, negative balance there? So therefore, we got out of balance. So you can see here we have four lines. If you click on just show all accounts, it'll actually bring up all our accounts in our chart of accounts. So as you can see there, there's a lot there, and sometimes there would be a bigger one as well. If you have a very big chart of accounts, that's why it has that remove zero balances. But it's able to go through, and you're able to enter information on any one of these lines. So if you wanted to add into your equity, if you bring into something into equity, you can simply add in your equity here and we'll put it in as the balance of the other accounts. And you can see here is that we have a total debits now down the bottom here of 19 and 19. So we are perfectly balanced. The good thing about this is you can add lines as you go, you can add accounts as you go, or you can remove lines as you go as well. That is a very handy feature when you're trying to bring in balances from another accounting package. You also can import and export these as well. Uh, We'll show that in a later video. The best thing about this is you then lock the balances. So you can lock the balances so that no one can change these and nothing can be done to affect your opening balances. Also, you have a feature here to change your conversion date. So you can set your conversion date whatever you want it to be. Um, And then it tells you what you want to, what you need to do is the dates you need to enter your balances in. So we can do that there. If you go back, we'll cancel out of that. We'll go back and you can then add comparative balances. So if you add comparative balances, this will give you the balances for this, the previous year. So when you're doing a report, you can you can report on the previous year and therefore you have an idea of movement in cash, movement in accounts, whether you're overspending or underspending always moving through the system so therefore you have some comparative data and your reporting is better from the start. So you can do your comparative balances in and then you can also fix them up and you can also bring in our current conversion balances. So that is conversion balances like I said we, we can go into these deeper in future videos but I just wanted to show that here and also I wanted to show some employee payroll information so you can see up here we have a payroll account. so if we click on payrolls you got overview employees whatnot. so we're just going to go into our overview so this is information on payroll and how to get started how it works and what's happening so in Again, the top section here, we have information, so you can log on to bits and pieces, watch a bits and videos, but we've got basic information here of how much payroll last month, year to date, when the next one is due, we have the pay runs in draft at the moment, and any leave to approve. So with our leave, we'll start with that. The team members are able to apply for their leave directly from their login each individual employee gets a login and they can then view their PAYG statements their pay slips and their leave balances from that login and they can apply for leave there that then gets sent to us and gets stored in the system here and allows us to go yes we can have a look at that leave so it says gives you the information who it is, what type of leave, description, start and end dates, and how much ab- available balance they have. So we can approve that, reject that, or if you don't have if you don't have authority to approve it, you cannot. But you can see it. But yeah, only your pe- people with authority can approve these. So we can click on approve that, and then that will show up there as approved, and then it will automatically be brought into the next pay ru- pay run cycle so we'll go through and we'll go to James as well he wants a day off on the 15th of March we'll approve him as well so that's all our leave approved personal preference is to keep on top of that particularly with large employees and just to show that the calendar is brought up to date then in our pay runs here if we have a look we've got a draft pay run so this shows all our employees and what we need to do and how we need to process it so the employees are set up automatically. Again, we'll go through this in a later video. The, we can see we had three, three employees included. The earnings are already set up, the tax, everything is calculated for us. So this we can, if somebody is not being paid this fortnight for some reason we can take them off we can simply click we don't want to have them on this pay pay run or if you're doing a uh, unscheduled pay run you can do that and uh, you can do it for just one person without affecting anything else so we can do that you can then have a look at any re- reports you can view the pay slips you can view their summaries activity reports etc and you can set it up all you, your banks as well so to have that to basically get that out of the system we, click on post the pay run. So it just makes, confirms it, which is good. And then we have posted our pay run. So you can see up the top here in the green section, it says that it has been posted for the fortnight. So so we can see that that's gonna be the cost of our our pay for the fortnight. That's how much has now gone into Superannuation payable. And that's how much has gone into PAYG payable. So that's automatically already done. And then from here, we can simply email the payslips to our employees straight off. So with one click, every employee gets their payslip. So we can also set up single-touch payroll. Again, that'll be covered off in a future video. And we can set lodge the single-touch payroll with the ATO directly from the system here. And it will come back in and tell us it has been filed as we at a later date usually takes 24 to 48 hours to process through the system and with the ATO, but then it came comes back as filed or rejected. And if it is, you can actually look at it and see the reason why it's rejected. So that covers off the basics of Xero. Uh, Again, I do apologize for any listeners out there who haven't got a screen in front of them. This one is just something that has been asked about a few times and people just wanted to know a little bit more about Xero. So we just thought we'd go through this one, give them the overview of Xero, what it looks like. You can get the feel of, it's very uh, Uh, user-friendly. That's the reason I like it. It's very uh, based on user-friendliness and interaction with the system itself. Very easy to follow, very straightforward, and gives you a lot of information in very good detail without going into too much uh, trying to get to that information. That's it for this week. If you have any questions, please get in contact with us. Uh, you can jump onto our Facebook page, our website, uh, and you can always email me, Matt at the not for profit Anyway, guys, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching.